Hi everyone, God bless you. It's your girl here, Bree, bringing you simple wisdom through the Word of God. And I want to thank each and every one of you that has been listening to this podcast. This is one of the platforms that we use to bring you the Word of God, especially to those who are driving because, you know, when I'm driving, I like to listen to some podcasts, (laughs) even when I'm running. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm running, I listen to a few podcasts, you know, to motivate me to continue. And so I like to motivate you guys to continue, continue on your walk with Christ. I started giving you guys or I started talking about what happens after you receive Jesus Christ. You know, when you step up up until the altar and you raise your hand or you know you you confess that jesus christ is your lord and savior what now you know because they say there's a party going on in heaven but you're not in heaven you're not enjoying that party you're not you're not part of the party right the party is because of you but you're not even in the party right you're in here in this planet earth where we are walking through the a constant furnace all the time where we have constant trouble and tribulation and i said before that you know now that you have received jesus christ this is where the battle begins this is where your walk begins and the main thing is to let your faith grow your faith will grow through continual test many things will happen will come into your life where your faith will be tested and this so that it can grow ultimately the bottom line is all of this will happen because god wants you to get to know him you need to get to know your creator and you need to be like him you need to be renewed i said before that before we received Jesus Christ, we were in the kingdom or we belonged to the kingdom of darkness. But after we received Jesus, now we are in the kingdom of light. And in the kingdom of light, we try to do everything that, you know, the Bible tells us to do. We try to walk upright, live a quiet life. We try to please God in everything we can. And the most important thing is to know that I am in the kingdom of light or I belong to this kingdom of light. Now I belong to Jesus. The main thing is that I am no longer a slave. I have been set free. And that whom the son sets free is truly free. And so I want to give you guys the second part. You've accepted Jesus Christ. What happened was that you was transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. And so what now? You know, I know that you're telling me that now I'm in the kingdom of light. Now I belong to Jesus. But what now? Because you're telling me that my faith needs to grow. So what do I have to do? And so here's where I want to give you step number two. And step number two is you must continue to follow him. That is what Colossians 2 says. You need to follow him. Colossians chapter 2 verse 6. And now, just as you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. 
Him who? You need to follow Jesus now. You need to follow this man. You got to be like him. You need to come to know him. You need to know how he speaks. You need to come to know how he moves. You need to come to know everything about this man. Why? Because this is the man that died for you and for me. You see, this is the Christ, the one that is coming again. He will come back for his people. You know, and so I was looking up the word follow in the Webster Dictionary, and it says, follow just means to proceed, means to come after, to engage in a way of life. And so to follow Jesus means in simpler terms, Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. That is what Philippians 3.13 says. That you need to forget the past. And that's pretty much following Jesus. So following Jesus, I simplified it for you. I made it so simple, so easy for you guys to remember. It is simply forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. That is you following Jesus. That is you picking up your cross and following him you need to forget the past you need to remember and you need to know that you are a new creature now you are a new person and you are to be renewed in your mind in your mind your body your spirit needs to be renewed every day you need to understand that you are not what happened in your past you are not defined by whatever happened to you when you were a child or a teenager you are not defined by your your marks on your skin that is not what tells the world who you are no those are marks that were left for you to remember those were marks those were footprints that were left in your mind so that you can remember, so that you can know, and so that you can be enslaved to that, so you could be in captivity, and so that you can believe that you cannot become someone, so that you can live your life thinking that you are a failure. You know those marks happened and you have them now? Your past is your past. It is there to remind you where you came from and not who you are because your past is not who you are today and your today is not what you're meant to be in your tomorrow you see jesus jesus has a a life planned out for you and it's not a life of failure let me tell you it's not a life of failure it's not a life of you thinking that you're not worthy enough no because that is what the kingdom of darkness wanted you to believe. You see, they wanted you to believe that you have no power. You see, the kingdom of darkness wanted you to believe that you cannot do it. That you have no father, no mother. That who are you? You don't have a last name. Look at what you came from. Look at the life that you used to live. You, an alcoholic, a drug addict. Girl, did you know where I come from, where I came from? You know, that is what the enemy wants you to believe. That is the kingdom of darkness. 
Those are the stronghold or those are part of your strongholds that keep you where you are, keep you going back. It keeps you going back to the past. But you must forget the past. You see, you need to make amends with it. You need to look back into it. You need to ask for forgiveness to whomever hurted you in the past. You need to ask for forgiveness and you need to let go of the past. It doesn't matter how painful it is. I know it can be very hard and challenging. And you may be saying, girl, you don't know what you're talking about. There is no way that I'm going to go over there and sit and ask people for forgiveness. No way. I mean, did you know what this person did to me? Girl, you have no idea. And you may be sitting there calling me crazy right now. And I probably call me crazy too. But I'm going to tell you what happens. When you don't make amends with your past, when you don't ask for forgiveness, when you don't let go of the past, you receive no healing. You see, the person who hurts you and is living their life, that person is probably living their best life. That person probably doesn't even remember how they hurted you, how they wounded you. That person probably doesn't even know. Yet, you are being held hostage by what happened in the past. You see where I'm getting at? The person who hurted you may not need healing, but you do. So because you do, you are the one that needs to be set free. Maybe the other person doesn't need to be set free, but you do. And in order to grow and in order to continue to follow Jesus, you will have to make some very difficult choices now. And one of those choices is to receive healing. And it's for you to not be walking around feeling and looking like a victim. Because nobody who is in the kingdom of the light, no one who comes to Jesus and no one who follows Jesus and carries a ministry for Jesus and loves Jesus acts or behaves like a victim. You cannot. He does not allow that. You cannot play the victim card walking with Jesus. You're not a victim anymore. You were a victim of what happened to you in your past, but that was in your past, girl. You got to leave that in the past and you have to realize that you are no longer a victim. You are no longer a victim. You overcame. And if you overcame certain situation, you are no longer a victim. You are a hero because you already overcame. You won. You made it and you're alive. Many people that perhaps may walk through your wilderness, your past, may have died. They probably wouldn't even last five seconds in your shoes. But you made it. You're here today. And you're listening to this podcast. Right? So you're no longer a victim. And because you're no longer a victim, you need to now make amends with the past. And it's hard, you know. I'm going to tell you guys this. I am adopted. My birth mother gave me away when I was a child. I am from the Dominican Republic. And my adoptive parents were Americans. You know, they're Dominicans, but in America. So these people got me from the DR. That's what we call Dominican Republic DR. They brought me from the DR. And I only say that, you know, as a side note, because I have a child. And every time I tell my child DR, he doesn't know what DR is. So I have to say Dominican Republic. I'm like, child, when are you going to learn DR is DR? But anyways, 
they adopted me and they brought me into this country, right? But what happened that while they were doing all the legal work, all those papers and, you know, all that, that I, I don't know how any of that works. But while all of that was happening, I was living in the Dominican Republic. And so I lived there for a good amount of my childhood. I was there and I was able to live with my birth mother. You see, this woman was an evil woman. I mean, she's still evil. But this woman was bad. She did a lot of bad things to me and my siblings. And this woman was just terrible. No, she's a terrifying woman. And she is terrible altogether. She's a a negative person to be around. And she did something so bad that because she did this, it destroyed my life forever. Forever. And so I remember that when I came to Jesus, now I am... A grown woman, I graduated from college. I have a home and I have a, a baby, a newborn. And here this woman is sitting in front of me, my birth mother. And now that I received Jesus, you know, the first thing that he said is you have to ask her for forgiveness. You have to set her free and set yourself free. And I was like, are you kidding me? You want me to ask her for forgiveness and so I had this battle going on and that battle went on for weeks until one day I gained enough valor and I stood in front of her and I said to her you know what so and so I forgive you I forgive you for everything that you have done I forgive you for everything that you did to me in my childhood I forgive you for x y and z and this woman had the audacity to look at me in the face and say I didn't do any of that. And so, you know, because I was a newly Christian, I didn't know any better. I started arguing. And so, of course, you know, that forgiveness is not valid. I have to try all over again. So then months months later, I had to sit with this lady again and I asked her for forgiveness. I mean, I looked at her dead straight in the eyes and I told her, hey, you know, I forgive you for X, Y, and Z. And this woman pretty much looked at me and said... I don't know what you're complaining because of me. You have the life that you have now. And I was like, excuse me? And so, you know, right there and then, um, all the forgiveness went out the window. And so I had to redo it again, right? I did this three times. And on the last time that I sat on the table, I looked at this woman in the face. I looked at her in the eyes and I said, you know what? I'm not even going to mention what happened in the past. I forgive you. I forgive you and may God help you in your life. But as for me, because I need to be free, I need to heal. I forgive you. I didn't give her the chance to speak. I walked out of the room. And until this day, she will not look at me in the face. She was not able to recognize what I had done that day on that table. And it was hard. It was very difficult. I had to cry. I cried many tears. I cried for many years. Because here it is. The woman that gave birth to me. That destroyed my life. Was not able to recognize the fact. That she did so much evil. And she was not able to receive my forgiveness. Or not even her. Herself asked me for forgiveness. And I've had to live with that. Each and every day. Today is the day. That she still hasn't looked at me in the eyes. And so what I can tell you is that you will have to do difficult things, but it's for your sanity. 
Because you know what happened after that? All chains were broken in my life. After I sat with her that third time and I spoke to her, after that day, I was truly free. I was truly set free. You know why? Because I let go of the past. I healed those open wounds. They're closed shut. Can't nobody open them again. I mean, the enemy has tried many times, but it has proven that that is healed. And it has been, and it was painful, but I had to do it for my sanity, for my well-being, for my mental health, for my children. I had to do it. So I stood up to this woman and I was set free. And now I follow Jesus. I don't have that burden. I don't have that weight over me. I made amends with my past. I looked at my past. I went down the list. I asked God to forgive me. And the people that I needed to ask forgiveness to, he put them in front of me. I asked them for forgiveness. I healed from my open wounds. I healed from my past. And I can tell you that it has been the best thing that has ever happened to me. Because after that, I received so much peace that only when you are completely and 100% healed, you can experience. It's a peace like no other. It's a love like no other. Everything is made new because your heart is healed. And so you need to forget the past and you need to look forward to what lies ahead because what lies ahead is way better than what you left behind. What lies ahead in your future, it is way better than what you had to endure. It will be hard and difficult, but guess what? You're not doing it alone anymore. You're walking with Christ. You're walking with power. You're walking with the King. You're walking with your Father. Can't nobody do nothing to you because your Father holds your hand. And so you need to forget the past and look forward to what lies ahead. You must get rid of your old nature and you need to accept your new nature. I mean, how do you get rid of your old nature? Because your old nature is all you know. Your old nature is the only thing that you know up until this time that you received Jesus. And you need to accept your new nature, right? And so you do this by reading the Bible. When you read the Bible, you will come to you'll come face to face with everything that you used to do that God doesn't like. And so you're going to sit there and be like, wow, I can't believe I used to do that. And so because you come face to face with reality, you look you're looking at yourself in the mirror. You say, all right, this is what I used to do. I'm not going to do this anymore. Jesus helped me. And so he helps you. And another way that you get rid of your old nature and you receive your new one is through prayer. So when you read the Bible and you notice that um, God is confronting you with something, whether it is bitterness, whether it is sadness, whether it is um, depression, you know, it could be anything. It could be mental health. It could be any sin that you've been practicing. It could be anything. God will challenge you and he will confront you because he wants you to get rid of that old nature. But at the same time, you need to learn the new one. So while, let's say, God is confronting you with depression, how do you now 
get rid of that old nature? How do you get rid of that old depression? How do you walk out of that? How do you obtain victory from that? Well, through reading the Bible and through prayer, God will help you step out into the sunlight. It may take years, and I'm only saying this because I've had to walk through that. You know, I have to walk through um, depression. I had to come face to face with anxiety. I had to come face to face with many things that were holding me back, and it was hard and it was painful. It was really hard because I decided to not do it through medicine. So not use medication. I decided I made a decision to do it a certain way. And thank God God helped me because otherwise I probably would have been dead. But <laughs> praise the Lord that he was able to help me overcome. And so I was able to get rid of my old nature and receive my new one through prayer, through fasting, and through reading the Bible. Because as much as I prayed, I tell God what I don't like. I tell God what I needed. I tell God what I needed from him. I tell God how I felt. I will tell God everything, everything. I came naked to him. And when I read the Bible, he will clothe me. He'll put clothes on me. You know why? Because he'll tell me, okay, you did this wrong, but now this is how I want you to do it. This is how you used to walk. This is how I want you to walk now. This is how your language used to be. This is how I want your language to be. This were your, your deeds before. This is what I want you to do now. You see, he changes everything. And so I received my new nature over time. I mean, it's been some time now that I've been walking with Christ. I can tell you that it's been hard. It was difficult. There were moments where I wanted to walk away because he was putting me through the fire. But I'm telling you that if you hold on, that if you hold on just a little bit, and you let your faith grow and you hold on to Christ whom you came to seek refuge from. He is faithful and he will help you overcome. He will help you overcome. But remember, you must continue to follow him. God bless you. Until next time.